Nova Chambers hasn't had a good night's sleep in years. Every time she falls asleep, she experiences extreme sleep paralysis and a monster lurks in the shadows of her room. Now, she's seeking treatment for her condition. As she does, she finds out the dream she's having might be a bit more connected to reality than anyone realized. Follow Nova's Journey in All In My Head, a horror fiction podcast from Tana Productions. Listen by searching All In My Head wherever you're listening to this podcast or by visiting tannaproductions.com. Man, you ever think your life is like totally sick and then have a wizard in lame leather pants sleep with your best friend and tell you that you have like a million other Arthurs inside you and they're all like totally cooler than you and he's like, be the Arthur you're supposed to be, but also get out of my room, you're totally annoying. I can promise you that's a completely unique to you experience. Well, I hate it. And I hate you, so uh, I suppose we're even. Here's what happened previously on The Sword and the Stoner. Ladies and gentlemen, we have done this dance hundreds of times before. It varies a little along the way, but it's always the same pattern. You found Excalibur. Go ahead, Arthur. Uh, okay. Ah, you pulled it out. But every time was always the same. Every time, everything we built together perished. What's the big deal? So I don't have a fancy case for my magic destiny sword? I use my phone without a case all the time. This is not a game. The big deal is that you woke up a whole shitstorm of people and things that want you all dead before you can do anything about it, you assholes. Uh, maybe I'm missing something here, but, but honestly, don't don't we want the sword drawn when when something's trying to kill us? Excalibur was made to fight, but the sheath was made to protect. As long as you have both, you'll be safe. Okay, one out of two ain't bad, right? Oh sure, it's not bad. Oh good, it's fucking abysmal. Excalibur on its own can't keep you safe. This idiot can't even hold it properly without a sheath. Tandon Productions presents The Sword and the Stoner. Episode 8 Grasp Brad's Hilt. Arthur! Arthur, did you hear me? Arthur, did you hear me? You need to get the sheath. Yeah, okay. Sheath. <sighs> Jesus, this is serious. Look at me. There's like. Three of you, which one? What's wrong with him? It's just the magic coming back. Makes him a little drunk is all. It'll wear off once you guys get out of town. Uh, you guys? You're not coming with us? Uh, no. That's not how this works. But you were with us all the other lives you showed us? A lot of people were with you. Lancelot, he's old, Galahad, a few woodland creatures, and on one notable occasion, a giant squid. None of those were real names, right? This part is not my job. It's a quest. He has knights for quests. Not another quest. Look, it's simple. You've just got to go and find some of the knights. They're probably already trying to find you since this idiot relinquished the sword. They'll feel it. You've just got to have them hold Excalibur and they'll know exactly who they are. 
You want me to give someone bread? Oh, please take him away from me! We're supposed to, what, feel these guys out? Tell a bunch of strangers they're knights? They won't be strangers after you tell them now, will they? You said the sword would... Uh, it would it would make us find these people? Like, these knights? Yes, Gwen, Percival, Lamorak. Lancelot? Yes, among others. Okay, okay, uh, th- that's not so bad. Uh, look, uh, Gwen, let's, uh, let's just get him back to the room and back to Lance. We, we can make a plan, yeah? Yeah, Lance. Okay. Uh, can't. Uh, we're just gonna head back to the room and, and you know, sleep it off. I'm not drunk. Okay, why is he the only one that's affected? I feel fine. This is hard. A lot of lives packing back in, and he's fighting it, but it'll wear off. <laughs> he'll have a hell of a hangover in the morning, but he'll be fine. Come on, come on, come on. Oh, hey, can uh, can you grab Brad? <clears throat> uh, Gwen, can you uh, can you grab uh, Excalibur? Is it okay to touch it? It's not going to bite. Okay. Cool. I have a sword. And don't forget, when you find the knights, they grasp the hilt and take the pledge. Then they'll remember. Right. Um, I their name goes here. Pledge to be. Uh, really good at night stuff. Oh, you all are really incapable of doing anything, aren't you? I, Merlin, do so pledge my loyalty to King Arthur Pendragon. On my honor and my life, I do so swear to protect and serve him till my dying breath. You need me to write it down for you. I think I got it. And Kay! Yeah? Be careful. Once someone takes the pledge, it can't be undone. So be sure to get it right. Excalibur doesn't like strangers. Hey, dude, you haven't been answering your phone all night. I don't think Tris knows anything. It... What's wrong with him? He's, uh, well, he's not drunk exactly. He's just, um, uh, <laughs> under the influence. Of magic. He's magic drunk. The wizard did this? I think, uh, Warlock is technically more politically correct. R- uh, Warlock, right. Dude, we were so right. Way, way more right than we even thought we could be Merlin. He's like, first of all, he's just as cool as I thought he would be. And um, he, he showed us oh, that- Hey, hey, hey. Oh, dude, slow down. Should we be telling this guy everything? No no offense, Lance. You've got a very non-threatening air about you. But this is kind of serious stuff. Right. Yeah. Totally. Is that the sword? The sword? I mean, uh, whoa, is that a sword? How much have you told this guy? Um, well, kind of, uh, you know, uh, um, everything. But, but listen, he's, he's the only reason I even figured out that Merlin was involved in this whole thing. And, and, and we've been researching it. Don't, don't look at me like that. I asked you to come. Look, 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 I, 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 I don't know. Lance, Lancelot, he just, he just happened to be on his shift when I walked into the library and something, something deep inside me just, I, I trusted him, okay? 
Merlin said the sword being out would draw the knights to us. And, I gotta be honest, I stopped believing in coincidence when Arthur tried to convince us that we were fucking around with a wall decor that night. I don't know, okay? I'm telling you, Gwen. I do. Just trust me. This one time. Okay. Uh, how do you feel about chainmail? Like... Cosplay? Uh, actually, I'm pretty embarrassingly good at that. Okay, Knew it. That's really lame. Um, how attached are you to your limbs? As like, much as someone should be. Hey, Gwen, just just try it. Fine, whatever. But if you're wrong, you've got to deal with whatever this baby does when it meets a stranger. Whoa! Wait, what? Let's do it together, okay? It should like me, and, uh, just grab Brad's hilt and repeat after me. Brad? That's what Arthur calls it. Uh, (sighs) Merlin used its real name, and it got all hot and bothered, and I am very attached to my limbs being in the right places, okay? So just grab him. Yeah, okay. Okay. Here goes. Uh, I, Gwen. I, Lance. Do so pledge my loyalty to King Arthur Pendragon. Do so pledge my loyalty to King Arthur Pendragon. Uh, On my honor and on my life. On my honor and on my life. I do so swear to protect and serve him. I do so swear to protect and serve him. Till my dying breath. Till my dying breath. (laughs) Whoa. Did, did it work? Are, are, are you okay? Yeah, I... I'm fine. Whew. Guinevere? Nope, um... Just Gwen this time. Uh, but... But, yeah, yeah, I'm fine. Uh, are your ribs, like, burning? Yeah, actually, what is that? Huh. I didn't know you had a tattoo. I don't. Or didn't, I guess. Is that a dragon? Uh, and is that? Brad, I think. In oh, his talon. Shit! That is so cool! Magical tattoos, great. <laughs> Wait, I can't believe that idiot is a king. <laughs> My king. <laughs> that make you a prince? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I suppose it does, yeah. And you're a queen. Uh, no, not this time around. I don't think, at least. Um, crowns are old news anyway. Bad for your hair. Well, that wasn't very nice. Lamp? Derek? Yeah, who else? But you, 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 no, you died. Oh my god, I really am going crazy. I'm actually a martini glass now. How cool is that? Now, I'm thinking maybe I'll go by Olive now. That's the name. And something that goes inside me. Heaven help me. Well, I should say so. Do you really have to make Arthur all magic drunk like that? He'll be fine. He'll be back. <sighs> sure. But at least this way I've got a little bit more time. This is 
I keep feeling like I can time travel. All these lives in my head. Yeah, it is, uh, really something. I know we just met, kind of. Yeah, but it's like less of a nice to meet you, more of a good to have always known you. Yeah. Um, about that. When we did the whole sword pledge soul pact thing... Yeah, okay. You saw us then, or them past you and me. Yeah. I don't think that should happen this time. But, I mean, it's still kind of settling in, but it seems like it happens every time. Like, every time. Yeah, so what? Doesn't that kind of make it inevitable? Destiny or something? I don't know. If, if you would have asked me, like, even a few weeks ago about Destiny, I would have told you if it's written in the stars, it is meant to be. But not anymore. No. Now, now those two idiots back there, they are my stars, okay? And if Destiny says that we have to watch them burn just because our past selves have, then... Then Destiny can go fuck itself. <laughs> yeah. It will be a pleasure remaining entirely platonic with you, Lancelot. You as well, Guinevere. You'll take care of him, right? Keep him safe? Yeah. I think I always have. Sup, Gwendolyn? You know that's not what Gwen is short for, right? Of course. How did you know it was me? Your aura is very potent today. Oh, God, do I... Do I need to put on more deodorant? Mm, No, it's more of a taste thing. Oh, very cherry today with a hint of chocolate chip. Oh, what's wrong? Nothing. Hmm. Oh, hmm. You and Arthur kissed. Hmm? What? (laughs) Who... Arthur, say something? Cherry, my dude. I told you. Strong aura. We didn't... Well... Mm-hmm. Yeah, we did, but he doesn't... Remember. Oh, ouch. Okay, that's... Not even what I want to talk to you about is, listen... Uh-uh. Uh-uh-uh-uh-uh. Like, I've listened to you whine about this guy for, like, three years now. There's just something about him, Izzy. I don't care that most of the time he doesn't wear matching socks and he hasn't cut his hair in, like, a whole mountain age. Yeah, I don't sound like that. Yeah, you sound exactly like that. And it is quite possibly the most annoying thing I have ever had to listen to. So, you're not going to just build me up for years, finally kiss the dude, and leave me with green balls. Do you mean blue balls? I said what I said. (sighs) We kissed, but I... I don't think it was him, strictly speaking. Look, I, I'm always saying there's something about him, right? No matter what he does, there's just like this part of my heart for him, and I can't explain it. Yes, it's very annoying. Okay, well, I wasn't making it up. Uh, we just... Man, I really should have practiced this before. Um, Okay, look, there's something special about Arthur, and something special about me, and I think you might have that, um, special thing, too. (laughs) I know what this is. 
You do? Yeah, Gwen. I may seem like my life is lived just between these four marijuana-stained walls. Izzy, what are you talking about? We've known each other since middle school. Nonetheless, you may think I live a sheltered lifestyle, one that lacks ingenuity and imagination. But I don't think I said that. Uh, aura? Potent. Okay. <laughs> Listen, despite my fresh face and questionable yet reliable employment choices, I have in fact lived a life. That's actually, um, what I am getting at here. I know. When someone's propositioning me. What? And while I am flattered... Izzy, I really think you have the wrong idea here. (laughs) I do have a number of requirements, and I'm willing to discuss these as you and Arthur are dear friends of mine. Requirements? Yes. Firstly... No down pillows gives me hive. Secondly, the peyote must be ethically and honestly sourced. I don't know where to start with that. Yeah, but I think you do. There's a spritz of lime in your aura. Very precise. I am not asking you to have sex with me and Arthur. (laughs) Oh, dude. Who said anything about sex? Listen, (laughs) I think we are having a bit of a communication issue here. I'll say. You just... Okay, can't possibly sound crazier than half of the shit you say, right? I'm just gonna... I'm just gonna say it. I think there might be, like, a thousand-year-old knight living inside your body, and I think you just need to touch this sword that Arthur found in the woods, and it'll awaken it, and once you do, I think we might need your help to save the world. This... Did you hear me? Yeah, dude. <laughs> well, I could have told you that. I've been, like, spiritually awakened to my girl dissolved for, like, six years since I took my first vision quest. But, uh, I'll touch Arthur's sword or whatever. If you want. Hey, hey, I'm glad you're here. Uh, how did it go with Izzy? Uh, she is uh, downstairs with Arthur getting her nato. Yes? Okay, perfect. Actually, uh, uh, most of my plans actually work best with a fifth man because uh, a getaway car is key here. I'm, I'm thinking if we actually approach this like, and, and, and hear me out before you make any jokes, uh, uh, we approach it like a heist, right? We, we've got a, a team of people with way more collective knowledge than we could ever imagine. Okay. I said, hear me out. Gwen interrupting is decidedly not hearing me out. Yeah, we're we're not going. Uh, what 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 are you talking about? Uh, is is Arthur bailing on us already? This isn't about what Arthur wants. Okay. Uh, look, you saw what Merlin showed us, right? Four hundred and twenty lives, and every single time he we die, every one of us. Yeah, yeah, sure, but but he said this time? He said this time was different. Yeah, he actually said that this time was a disaster <laughs> and that everything is off. But but that means we might have a shot at breaking the cycle, right? But but not if we do the same thing we've always done. He He's not doing this on his own, Gwen. Look, Arthur's completely incapable of doing anything on his own. Yeah, of course. We know that. So what is your plan here? Uh, we send him off alone so he can die even faster? He's not going alone, okay? He's just going without us. That's that's pretty much the same thing. It's not. 
least I hope not. For all of our sakes, okay? We're just, we're going to ride the bench on this one. But if we just I the- know that this is like the stuff that you dream about and sitting out sucks. But sometimes we've just got to ride the bench for a few plays, okay? And, and it might be worth it if we can save him this time around. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Ride the bench. Got it. Yeah. You, you got it. So, aren't we just gonna keep staring at it all day? No. Are you sure? Because if I were just offering, like, really light constructive criticism here, I'd say that for the whole knighthood thing to start, we'd have to, you know, touch it. Not try to set it on fire with our minds. I'm not trying to do that. Oh, good. Because I was going to say, your form is terrible. This isn't my setting stuff on fire form. You can't criticize something when that's not what it is. Uh, hey, Kay texted me. Um, night's meeting, pool house. Am I in the right place? It's a house. It's by a pool. Aren't you supposed to be, like, a genius or something? Mm. Hmm. Oh, I like you. No, you don't. Thanks. I'm Lance. She doesn't care. I'm Izzy. You know, your aura, it tastes just like Christmas. With a little bit of cinnamon in there. My aura? Yeah, dude. Christmas trees or Christmas cookies? Like, you know... Santa energy. No way. Oh, yeah, dude. You haven't tasted Santa in like a year. I know. Is Kay coming to this or Gwen? They'll be here soon. They're just like working on the plan or whatever. Come here, Santa. We're going to become knights. We should be like around something. It's usually a table. Well. Maybe I don't like tables. Be nice to Santa, dude. I did tell you my name is Lance, right? You sure did, my dude. Hmm. What about the beanbag, Arthur? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, you're supposed to grab Brad's, like, shaft or whatever. Hilt. The handle part? It's called a hilt. Yeah. Okay. Whatever. (laughs) Grab Brad's hilt and, like, pledge your allegiance to me, I guess. I think there's actually, um, for it to work, you have to say it exactly right. I can repeat it if you want. (laughs) That's okay. I remember it. I, Izzy, do so pledge my loyalty to King Arthur Pendragon. On my honor and my life, I do so swear to protect and serve him till my dying breath. Forever and ever, index finger promise, cross my heart and hope to die. (laughs) Is you okay? (laughs) Yeah, dude. Oh, oh, that was fucking awesome. (laughs) Okay, okay. Give me Brad. I remember this part. You guys got to kneel. 
I, Arthur Pendragon, do so totally accept your pledge and declare you a knight of this round beanbag. Rise, Sir Lady Dude Izzy. <laughs> do not mind if I do. Rise, Sir Annoying Dude Lance. Okay. Welcome to knighthood, my dudes. This episode of The Sword and the Stoner was written and directed by Marissa Tandon. It featured Dylan McCollum as Arthur, Sam Meter as Merlin, James Oliva as Kay, Marissa Tandon as Gwen, Dallas Seeker as Lance, and Mia Kadama as Izzy and Lance. Additional sound design assistance was provided by Grace Corcunis, and our original music is composed and performed by Gilberto Benitez. Our next episode premieres in two weeks, but until then, you can join us at our website at tandonproductions.com. There, you can access bonus content and sneak peeks for all of our shows.